This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's going to snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessing my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch. Okay, we be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Okay, like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay, so if you are in need of a safe space of like minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. Today we are diving into part two of our episode entitled Don't Touch My Health with my girl Gabby. Gabby has been coming in, snatching edges, taking names, helping us get our habits together, really making sure that we are walking into this year with being consistent and making sure that our motivations are right in the things that we are doing um, to empower ourselves and to build healthier habits. So without further ado, let's hop into part two of this interview with Gabby. Yep. And that's what I found. Like even I've shared on the podcast and I was, Gabby, we had talked about this. I started working out with a trainer 
yep. in those moments where I want to quit, God has to really remind me, like, you're doing this for your kids. Yeah. And I'm like, man, they better be good kids. They better be the best best children (laughs) because this is ghetto today. And really, you know, taking the time to even inviting God into my workouts, right? And that sounds so crazy, but when I'm like hitting a a plateau, like when I just don't have it, I'm like, God, I know you told me to do this and I really need you to help me build this level of strength and endurance. I've seen him show up to the point one time I cried at the end of a workout because I felt like Marvin Sapp never would have made it. And then I made it. And I was like, Lord, you showing up because I did not have it to give. And so it really is so important that we identify that deeper meaning. And this was something too, that's kind of leading me into my next point. I've heard you talk about having personal values Mm -hmm. and really being able to set those For someone who may not understand that concept, can you share a little bit about that and share a little bit about why that's important or how they would even go about setting that? Yeah. So your core values are basically your guiding principles that you live by, right? So a core value could be that you like to work in excellence. I'm just naming off some of my impact. Impact is something that is a core value for me. Because every person that I come in contact with, I want to leave an impression on their life, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's important that you know where you stand with your core values, because again, that's going to be your guiding. That's going to be how you operate, how you show up in the world. And I think that that also can kind of go back to identity because you can have core values, but are you showing up as operating in those core values? If you say that you're a hard worker, can you see the fruit from that? Yeah. Because out of your core values, there should be fruit that comes out of that, right? And so when it comes to creating core values, the way that I work, walk through this with some of my clients is by simply giving them a list. There are hundreds of lists out there with hundreds of core values. We start off by naming off 20. We eventually get down to five core values. And those are going to be your guiding principles. From there, we figure out, okay, this is who I am. These are my core values, but am I showing up as this? And if I'm not, who do I have to become Yeah. to actually get here? If I say that I am a hard worker, who do I have to become? I have to become someone who maybe wakes up a little bit earlier. I have to go mm-hmm. become someone who goes to bed a little bit earlier. I have to become someone who is making healthier choices. Yeah. Okay. What is that going to look like? That means that I need to meal prep. That means that I need to set an alarm on my phone. That means that I need to maybe get off social media at a certain time, turn off my apps. And so it can be broken down so that you get to being really specific. And then when we get to that really specific point, that becomes your goals. Yeah. Your goal is to wake up at five. Your goal is to turn off your phone at a certain time. Your goal is to meal prep, right? And so your core values literally dictate how you are going to show up. I love that. I love that. And I know too that you not only help women focus on changing their relationship with food, but also shifting into being able to show up different. And that's really something that I've been working towards to show up different than I have before to start working towards those things that I value. What does that look like when we talk about building those habits of like meal planning, of building those habits of like, you talked about the app, the CEO app on your podcast Mm -hmm. that you suggested, like 
can you talk a little bit about the impact of habit and our ability to like shift to this place of lack to this place of abundance through habit and mindset? Yeah. So basically what habits are, they're those really small things that you do on a daily basis that you do on autopilot, right? Mm -hmm. So no one has to tell you to get up and brush your teeth, hopefully. No one has to tell you to get, hopefully. tell you to do certain things in your morning or in your day because you do them on autopilot. Now, if you think about that, that can be a good thing or a bad thing, right? You brushing your teeth is a good thing, but then you're getting on social media. Is that good or bad, right? Is that really serving you? And so I think oftentimes whenever we think about the big goal, we think that we have to take big action in order to get big results. My mindset is of the opposite. I believe that it takes you taking small actions in order to get to a big result. Mm -hmm. Those small actions over time are going to compound 10 years down the road. You're going to see a completely different person. Now, does it take time? Yes, because nothing in this life comes swiftly. Nothing in this life comes quick. So that's another mindset shift that we have to make. But you making those small changes, you changing that 1% each and every day, that's what it looks like. And so it really takes you, first of all, looking at your habits. You can start off with your morning routine. What does your morning routine look like? List off all of the habits that you have in your morning routine. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you get on social media. What does that look like for you? Then you have to categorize, is this fruitful? Is this bringing me fruit or is it keeping me stagnant? Mm -hmm. Then you can start to eliminate, okay, if this is not bringing me fruit, Let me try and replace this habit with something else. And then we start what I call habit stacking, where we are taking a habit that we're currently doing, and then we're stacking in a new habit that allows for us to build consistency. And so it really just takes intentionality, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. It takes extreme intentionality. It's not hard, but you have to be intentional about showing up to do it. And so that's why I love the CEO app, because You can literally insert all of the habits that you want to start creating, create a routine for that, and then set an alarm, put a reminder, you know, do small things like that until you can start doing that on autopilot to where you don't need an alarm. Yeah. That's the key to actually building those habits that you want to see stick. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love you had talked about reading the book, Atomic Habits. And I have the audio book and I've started, I've listened to it, but I'm going back and digesting it again because he is dropping gym after gym after gym is fire. That book changed my entire life. Yeah. It changed my life. I agree. It's what made me feel like, and I think the thing is too, is that we always have these big grandiose, like I'm about to run a marathon. Let's just start with you going outside first with your yeah. tennis shoes on. Yeah. And doing that in a place that is consistent. And that it was something that God said to me in one of his many times of snatching my edges when I <laughs> was trying to be passive about taking control of my health. I asked God for more discipline. And he said, you don't need more discipline, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You are 31, you have a doctorate degree and you like the last time you had a 4.0 GPA and worked like you don't need more discipline. You're just refusing to apply the discipline that you have into this area. And so you just have to make the decision that you're going to use what I've already given you. And so I collected my edges 
about my prayer closet and said, okay. (laughs) And so even when I started working out with my trainer, not feeling like I had to wait till the top of the year, I started working out with her the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was like, let me get through Thanksgiving, sis. Yeah. And I'm going to be here. And so, you know, being able to stay consistent throughout the holiday season and knowing that the goal is not about you doing this big leap, but really about you putting these small pieces together every single day. And I talk about a lot, um, this principle that I have about divine discipline where we're relying on the Holy Spirit to really guide us to walk out this life. And I talk about consecration, commitment, and consistency. I had to really be willing to set myself apart in the area of my health. So it's not going to look like, my dad always laughs and says I'm eating kale chips all the time. And I have (laughs) never even had, I don't even know if kale chips is a thing, but he says that jokingly, but it's because my eating habits look different than my parents. So even when my parents come to visit, I'll cook what they like to eat, but I also offer them asparagus and Brussels sprouts. And my dad told me that the only salad he eats is potato. I'm working (laughs) on him. It's potato. Uh, And even with that, you have to be careful with family because they have a huge impact Mm -hmm. on that type of stuff too so like it could have been easy for you to say like when your dad said you don't eat nothing but kale chips it could have been easy for you to like withdraw and to be like well am I doing something wrong am I you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying so even with that like you have to be careful yeah 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 he's just always got something funny to say so that's funny (laughs) (laughs) um but I know that the way that I eat has started to influence them And Mm -hmm. so it's really about being willing to consecrate myself from culture, from what people say, from things that I love, because me and Golden Oreos, we were having an affair. (laughs) It was not okay. My husband knew about it. (laughs) Like, I absolutely, those things, they're like, literally I'm like somebody put crack cocaine in these cookies because they're so good I don't know how I ate an entire row and I've just been sitting here I'm like I'm gonna go grab two then I grab four more and it it happens that quickly and so even realizing and recognizing situations I now ask myself like Sharla are you hungry yeah are you bored absolutely are you hungry or do you just want to eat something absolutely because we'll sit down to watch television and I need a snack. Do you need a snack? Are you hungry? Because mm-hmm. if you're hungry, you should eat food first. Yeah. And then if you still want a snack, you can have a snack. But it's even being intentional about with my thoughts, like asking myself and having Absolutely. a real conversation with myself yeah. of like, girl, are you hungry though? Absolutely. Are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or and let you me, say, let me say this, Charlotte, because... Also, there's nothing wrong with you having the golden Oreo, right? It's the whole nothing wrong with it. Yes. Again, it comes down to intention. And the fact that you're asking yourself those follow-up questions is everything. Because what happens is that you decide not to eat the Oreo, the tension builds, it builds, it builds, and you give in. And then this is the reason a lot of us don't know how to actually exercise what the scriptures say is self-control, which is a fruit of the spirit. Yep right? Because we're tempted by this thing. We fight it. 
and then it's just like we give in the whole pack is gone because (laughs) we thought that God didn't even care about that piece and that's the thing like he cares even about this yeah even about this part yeah so and inviting God into that Um, I read this book I think the author her name was Michelle Stinson and the name of the book was like speak to your food and it Mm -hmm. sounds like a crazy concept but life and death are in the power of the tongue and I think that that's twofold when we talk about what we speak but also consider that life and death also is attached to what we put in our mouth absolutely you know is this edifying my body and edifying God and sometimes stuff is just delicious okay like the land had milk and honey okay Jesus is the bread of life, not the kale of yeah. life. So there are some things. Yeah. Like I love Jesus and I knew he was a God I could follow because when he came back resurrected, <laughs> his first question was like, but I'm hungry though. And I <laughs> said, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, that's my Lord and Savior right there. <laughs> so with all of that, it's not that we can't enjoy things. I'm going to have cake on my birthday. I'm just not going to eat 17 slices of cake. That's, there you go. Right. Like I can have a golden Oreo or two, but girl, if you look up and the row is gone, we may need to put these here. And Uh so what I've started to do is a lot of times we don't keep those kind of things in the house readily available. Or if they are in the house, we get, I'd say, okay, Charlotte, at the end of the day, if you still want it after you work out and you eat and da, 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 sure. Or if you know what, girl, let's try to reserve this for like a weekend type deal where you kick back and on the weekend you can have this here and maybe have some healthier snack options throughout the week. Because I found these frozen fruit bars that do something to my spirit. <laughs> Let me tell you. Where are they from? They are uh-huh. delicious. I got to see you the box. It's these lime frozen fruit bars. Wait, 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 wait. Because that's my favorite one. I love, like, it's that's in a green box. That I, I, yeah, that's the only kind that I eat, the lime frozen fruit. Did you get it from Trader Joe's? Hold another topic. We'll talk. We'll yes. talk. <laughs> Good things. I'm like, yes, Lord, for the rest of my days. Hey, sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. But it's so important that we allow God into that. And in this book, she talks about how food is just that. It's just fuel. And we give it way too much clout. We make it the, you know, the salve to our emotional wounds when that's God's job. We put a lot of weight on it. And so she talks about how she started like speaking to her food when she would want something that she knew she had zero business eating. She was just like, no, I'm not going to eat you. And I was like, I'm going to try this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it really allowed me more. So it was, I feel like I was speaking to my flesh of like, no, the options are this, this, and this. Now we want fuel. We're going to do this because our bodies become accustomed to the caffeine, the sugar. And so we have these very real physiological withdrawal type symptoms. And so a lot of people be like, oh girl, I had such a bad headache that I just had to cave and get back in it. And so I really really am learning in this season about 
habits about showing up about making daily declarations and decisions and not being like I'm gonna be snatched by my birthday that's always been my thing and I don't be snatched but now it's like every day okay I know that I have a training session at five every day I'm going to show up that's my daily declaration and so even as you talked about breaking those things down every day it's like not giving myself a reason or an excuse to get out of working out because I will find Mm-hmm. I will find. Y'all will. <laughs> I will find. Uh-huh. So when we talk about Absolutely. habit building, as I was listening to your podcast, I love, I feel like the things that you talk about are almost like navigating this modern day Proverbs 31 type woman mm-hmm. where we may have jobs and other responsibilities, mm-hmm. but also being able to master the art of showing up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. What does that look like when we talk about showing up for ourselves? And why is that an important part of our mindset shift and our health journey? Yeah. I think put simply, showing up for yourself builds confidence, which is one of the biggest things that we say that we lack, which is one of the biggest reasons why we don't show up is because we don't actually believe in our own abilities to do things. Mm-hmm. We, we self-sabotage, we doubt all day long. So in order for you to build that confidence you want, in order for you to stop the self-doubt, in order for you to stop sabotaging, you show up. Yeah. And showing up doesn't look like you showing up to do something to run the, the the marathon. Showing up looks like you putting on your tennis shoes. It looks like you tying up your shoes. It mm-hmm. looks like you maybe going outside. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. You know, one thing that I did, and I kind of talked about this on my stories, I was just trying to get back into the process of working out for myself again, because I had been training all these years. I'm just like, I'm drained. I don't want to work out for myself. So I made a decision that, okay, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go to the gym for 20 minutes. If you know me, I can stay in the gym for hours. And I could have stayed there longer, but I made a decision to do what I said that I was going to do and stick with that. I went to the gym for 20 minutes, did exactly what I was going to do, and I left. I could have done that. I could have stayed longer, but I would have been staying too long and I would have overdone it. And I wouldn't have showed back up the next day because I would have been too tired. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So saying that you're going to do something, showing up to do exactly what you say you're going to do. If you're trying to start reading or you're trying to start writing a book, sit there and read for two minutes if that's what it looks like. Put it away after two minutes though. (laughs) Don't overread because guess what? You're going to be exhausted the next day. And then you say, man, I don't have the, I don't have the energy to read today. So I'm not going to do it. So start off showing up in the smallest ways and then build consistency around that. Mm -hmm. Because the more you show up, the more confident, the more consistent you're going to be with actually doing that thing, whatever that thing looks like. Love that. I love that. I love that. This has been so great, Gabby. It has. Thank Thanks you so for much. having me. Again. Absolutely. So for people who <laughs> want to connect with you, can you talk a little bit more about your coaching services, what you offer and how they can connect with you? Yes. So you can always connect with me on Instagram at Gabby Athletics underscore. That's Gabby Athletics with an S underscore. You can also find me on the podcast, Don't Touch My Health, which is where I give away so much free information. So much. Um, 
Charlotte, I'll actually, I have a free downloadable for the people. It's a fruitful habit audit and and auditing your habits is just going to be like the first step in you actually starting to work towards those goals. So Mm -hmm. I'll send that to you. And once you download that, you'll be added to my email list where you'll get frequent updates about what's coming next. But I'm also doing, I just opened back my books for one-on-one, for, not for one-on-one training, one-on-one coaching. And we'll be covering things exactly like what we talked about tonight. So I'm super excited about that. And yeah, that's where you guys can connect with me. But I'll make sure to give Charlotte that free downloadable for you guys. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Gabby, thank you so much. I can't thank wait you, to have you back again because yes. we could keep, we could keep, we could keep. But that is it for this week's episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. As always, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit, it has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.